We are live. It is 1.06 p.m. Central Standard Time in the United States. It is 7.06 B- p.m. in BST in the UK. Fuck me. <laughs> Didn't start off great. Ugh, typical. Anyways, the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe coming to you live here on hey. September 18th, 2022. And, you know, that 22 seconds was terrible. So anyway... What isn't terrible is the guest we have on. We have Andrew back, uh, late but oh, not captain. great, or great but not late, or whatever, something like that. So he's back. He was on a couple months ago, and we were supposed to have him on as a follow-up, and then life happened, yeah. and his internet was weird, and then just, yeah, here we are. So we're here today. Yeah, it, I, I'm, I live close enough to the edge of the earth where the, the home internet went out, but then also the AT&T network for the whole area went out that day. So, you know. It's just yeah, he just you know. he just basically digitally ghosted us. It's cool. It's the Amish were were giving their vengeance on us using all of our technology. So right. That's How long it. did that last? How long did that last? That, I hate having no internet. That lasted. That last. So the internet. The internet was a hardware issue specifically for the home. Ah, uh, okay. But the the internet issues for like the cell towers, like it was out for probably eight to ten hours. Oh man, it was bad. Though, well, okay. So I was so it was AT and T, but I was on Cricket Wireless. So so we're way low on the priority for those towers because they use AT and T's towers. And so I basically didn't have any signal at all. While the neighbors who did have some AT and T were occasionally getting some some text messages through, but <laughs> no, it was crazy. Well, so probably like three G was working, maybe. <laughs> you think yeah i should have got yeah well, so the problem is i couldn't test it very well because like if i wanted to put my put my sim card which we can talk about here in a minute with the eSIMs, uh is some cards uh, in my sony xperia cricket since it doesn't have volte and it, you know it was sunsetted basically they if i put the sim card in there and it activates they suspend my account until i right. call them and uh, fix it which is yeah. crazy too yeah <laughs> I've had that problem too. So, but now he's back, and so we're here. And um, if you notice, I'm wearing the headphones because my the port on my Yeti broke last night. Actually, I was getting on the GG stream, and I broke it. I just tried to insert it real quick, and I guess I didn't pay attention. And boom, so it's toast. So I didn't have a chance to go get it today, so it's Surface headphones, and that's where it is. So if I sound like shit, well, that's normal. But I think you sound people. good. My auto. Well, good. these are the. Yeah, I, I take these for work, and um, I'm in meetings, and people say I sound okay. So, I mean, it's the way it's going to be for this week. Now I will replace it with a microphone, hopefully, um, this week. But I'm gonna start yeah. calling you Mister Microsoft. Oh well, yeah. I mean, so what? It's fine. You can. There's be, it, it could be worse things to be called, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, exactly. I could call you worse things for sure. <laughs> so, uh, well, Andrew, since we had you on last, how how things been going? Uh, and uh, what do you have the table to talk about today? We got oh, tons yeah. of tons of stuff. Oh right? yeah, so, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's been going good. Just a lot of stuff going on, though. I will say, uh, I ended up doing some like camping. Uh, which was interesting because one thing that I haven't been camping in like 10 years and I'm an old scout, you know, Eagle scout and all that. And essentially uh, like I, something I've noticed is like switch. I've basically, there's no reason to have like fuel anything unless it's like for cooking specific specifically. I'm like, just get the solar panels and just get battery banks and you're good. Like, cause like we ended up getting a, like a campsite that didn't have power. And so, which, which is ironic because the campsite actually had Wi-Fi, which is the weirdest thing on the planet to me. But, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It was fun. It was fun going through. Like glamping. Sort of, 
Yeah. Did it have electri- yeah. electricity as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. Like the other campsites had electricity and I realized after I booked ours that it didn't. And so we just stocked up on battery banks. And, yeah. Yeah. Know, so, but it was fun. That's proper camping so, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's proper camping. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. That was fun. And, and one of the things too, that I was, I was testing out actually, um, I, I ended up testing out an Amazfit like smartwatch and, but it's interesting cause it's actually a little Casio. Almost. I was gonna say, it looks like a Casio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hold on here. Let me see. Oh, let's see if I can get the light turned on. Oh, well, green screen's not going to play well with it. But essentially, it's like a Casio, but it'll track your heart rate and steps and everything too. And and it's it was actually pretty nice to have to, to have something where I can track all that data, but then basically be unplugged, which is fun. Yeah. So very cool. I like I like the products. So. Yeah, I, I, I love uh, Casio as well. Ne- yeah, I was gonna say I wanted to get the, if they made one that had the little calculator. Yeah, would, <clears throat> would be, that would be even sweeter. Hey, they still, hey, it's still made. I know they still do it. Well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I I thought I was the king of the world, man. When I was in school, I had like this little calculator function. Oh, dude, it was great. It was awesome. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I got a little calculator right here on my wrist, right? So, so it's interesting. So, so there's a Casio that they that it's like the like the black one that you think of. It's the F. If nine one W, I think is what it is, uh, but it's like the real famous one. Like presidents have worn it in the eighties, but essentially they don't recommend that you fly with it because they are used to make bombs. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, because they're cheap <laughs> and it's like apparently really easy. So they don't recommend that you fly with those, even though oh. they're like the most basic digital smart digital watch ever. So yeah, <laughs> just the more you know, right? <laughs> oh, <sorry>. Wow. <laughs> So good, yeah. So and then you know, it's funny you haven't been camping in ten years, but we go every year our our yearly camping trip. And um, and in case anybody in the chat, which I don't know how you would not know this if you've been paying attention for years and stuff, but Andrew and I live in the same state. We both live in Missouri. Now I live a little closer to St. Louis. He lives a little closer to I guess Columbia out in that area. Springfield, Springfield, Southwest. So we're kind of almost on the opposite sides. And Missouri isn't exactly a small state. It's not Texas big, but it's not exactly West Virginia either. It's small. Mm -hmm. So um so we both we both live in the same state. So we we usually go to the same kinds of campsites. So like he went to the one he went to. I I've been there before. I've been to a bunch in Missouri. uh, Missouri State Parks. They're pretty cool. So uh yeah so it's good. Glad you got on camp I don't I noticed that we've we've slowly over the last we've been doing it for like 22 years, like every year, how we've kind of transitioned off of like having a kerosene lantern, right. To a, an led lantern. And then the only thing we really had that really, um, we like cook with other than the campfire is our blackstone. And we bought a couple of blackstones. So we, that's in the morning. Nice. Oh dude, that, this, I have a 17 inch one. It's got a little deployable stand. My buddy bought a 22 inch one for this year. So he's going to bring it. So yeah, we, that's great for griddling and pancakes and sausages. And, oh, it's, and then of course the regular campfire for, all the other stuff we made. So oh, how cold does it get at night where you guys are? Well, it kind of depends. depends. I know the first year we did it, it was like single digits, like four. Yeah, overnight. that's and what I struggle with. I struggle with that. And the first ten years was on my buddy. Now my buddy bought a camper. We were in tents, but he wouldn't sleep in the tent. He would sleep in his mm-hmm. car. So I was on the tent, in a tent on the ground, and it was. I mean, the first year it was it was cold. It was really cold. Luckily, it seems like only one year in 22 years have we had bad weather, like that when it rained. But really, it's uh, some of the days, most of the time we go, it's like mid-40s throughout the day. It isn't too bad. Um, if we yeah. went in January, it'd be colder. But yeah, there have been nights where, yeah, you will have to sit near the fire and you will have to stand up and turn around a little bit because your backside gets a little cold. 
So um, you got you have to have a nightcap. Well, yeah, we well more than that, we have a couple. Of <laughs> so it's all That's good. Part of camping, right? I like it because one, there's not many people there. Two, you don't sweat a lot, so you know you don't have to worry about getting all sweaty and disgusting. And three, bugs. There are no bugs or anything at night, so it's nice and you know. And so yeah. you get the best of both worlds. It's really and it goes and nothing beats a really cold December night when you're outside and you see stars and it's cold mm-hmm. because that's when you want to sit next to the fire. You don't want to sit next to the fire when it's July and it's 97 degrees, and oh, then overnight no. it's like high 80s you don't want to sit next to a camp no, 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 don't right? worry what about august when it's like like it's like 98 degrees in your tent when you're trying oh to i can't nope and can't. i don't uh, camp in the summertime i just i refuse to because i you get up at eight o'clock in the morning and you're already doused in sweat it's just miserable <laughs> so I, I hate it that so 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 key thing for that makes missouri really really nice for camping and then these sorts of like there's state parks their website there is really well designed so mm-hmm. basically you can go out and you like you'll go up and you can sign up for individual campsites and it's very detailed and then they'll show you a crappy little picture of the site right like, i mean it's just a guy who's like uh, uh, you know yeah. Yeah. you know probably on an iphone 4 or something and, yeah, but but still though, it's better like it's better than nothing, and it's but it's yeah, actually definitely. pretty nice. And and our parks too, actually, a lot of them have showers, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Uh, there, it's it. I our park system and our is one of the things that I love the most about Missouri. Yeah, it's it. They do a good job, and also that's another reason why we go in December because because everything is closed. Like so, you guess you lose the amenities, right? The shower houses are closed, which is kind of a kind of a bummer deal. Um, mm. But what's good is you don't have to do any booking, so that you just show up, right? You just go. I mean, they're and they're like, "Holy cow, somebody's actually here!" And you can get now. He has a camper, so we get a power site, and uh, and I and I and I'm not gonna lie, we all have CPAPs, so we I sleep in the camper with him. But I last year brought the tent, and I said, "I'm gonna I'm still pitching tent. I'm gonna sleep outside a couple of nights and just run up an extension cord tonight." I think, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. We have a great. We've been doing it like literally every year for the last 22 years. So well, I was going to ask though, is what tech do you guys bring with you? Um, last what essential year, all, tech? All I brought was my duo and my um, and actually last year I, I think at that time I think I had the Mi Eleven for pictures. Mm. Pretty sure, yeah, because that's why I took to Puerto Rico and we came back and I so but I look the year before that we ha- I had the Mate Thirty and took pictures of that. So really, that I don't bring um, I bring my Switch, but I never play it. It just sits. I don't know why. It's like every just time. in case. Just in case. Now he has a TV in there, so we'll um. And but he's got a TV on the outside of the camper, so we'll all sit in like the deck chairs next to the fire, and he'll he'll rent a movie or something like that. So we'll just sit there and watch a movie. But that's we don't bring our laptops. We don't bring a lot of games. Um, and then a lot of times we go and and, and Andrew can test this. A lot of the parks in Missouri don't have Wi-Fi access, or if it is, it's super super junky. Yeah. You can't really stream anything. Yeah. So oh, yeah. You can get text messages and maybe browse some stuff. But really, you can't. You couldn't possibly stream. Right. Well, and one, so that's one, thing, nice. one thing that we tried to do was actually, and, and I couldn't accomplish this because we both didn't have Galaxy Buds. But I, but apparently, there's a feature on on uh, using the Galaxy Buds where you can actually like listen on uh, to the same like playlist to get like the same song together at the same time okay uh, when you're hiking together which is something that would be kind of fun like i just oh, wish yeah. it wasn't like a galaxy bud like exclusive feature um because like i'll usually go out and i have like if i'm hiking i'll have like the bone conduction headphones and i'll just be out you know enjoying it but for the most part in terms of tech 
battery banks, lots of battery banks, uh, <laughs> and and like lights. Like there's no no kerosene or whatever lights or you know anything yeah. like that to be used. So and uh, yeah, and so that's what we do too. I just but it's funny how over the 22 years how we used to bring a lot of food and it was all kerosene. And we had Coleman lanterns and, and as the years have gone on, we have kind of transitioned to a lot more Spartan packing. But also, I don't. Honestly, except for the the Coleman grill, I mean, except for the Blackstone with propane, I don't think we have anything that really is uh, accelerant or gas or fuel or propane. It's all electric or um, mm-hmm. LEDs or whatever. I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, that's funny because it's almost like you almost have to go out of your way to find a propane lantern, an old Coleman lantern, I mean, almost yeah. like a retro. I had one, has, we had we had like yeah, a I, couple of thirty year old ones that I couldn't get lit, and I was oh like, yeah, I have an old I'm propane done. stove, and it, it it's it's just rusted. Um, and yes, Aditi, you're correct. After three millennia, yeah, yeah, I'm not <laughs> Yep, I had a LASIK done about 15 years ago, and so I had an eye exam a couple weeks ago, and now I'm here we go. So they yeah, suit I, you, they do suit yeah, you. Okay. Mm-hmm. They look all right. I mean, they're fine. It's they're distinguished. I, I, I was trying to go for well, I was going for like the Kingsman look, and they had one pair that was really close, and they had these little dots right here on the front. I couldn't, I just like, oh, I can't do just it. Just Sharpie. You just Sharpie. Right. Yeah. Color yeah. them in. <laughs> That'll look tacky. Yeah, I guess. So, so yes, I, I do have glasses now, and this is going to be my thing. And I see Scoops in the chat, and Jimmy, and Dan, and I saw Barry lurking earlier, so uh, it's all good. And, yeah, um, not going to lie, Buds 2 Pro isn't worth purchasing if you own a Buds 2. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I, yeah, had, the, uh, I had the Pixel Buds A, and they work perfectly fine. I, I really, really enjoy it for 99 bucks. I mean, I could get the Buds Pro, um, but the the Buds A work for me. I, I really like them. For, for what I paid for them and what they do, it's pretty smart. I like them. I want to try the Soundcore ones. Yeah. Liberty Pro 3s. That's the ones I want to try. Right. They're, Pretty much whatever El tells us to buy sound-wise. Yeah. That's, whatever he sells me to buy, I'll buy. Whatever El <laughs> says, buy these. And, and Juan, so Juan and El Jefe, if they come to an idea about sound cores, either in-ear monitors or bone conduction or whatever, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to buy what they say. Cause they I've never tried bone conduction. I, never, I, I haven't either. I mean, it's I, I, oh, yeah. It's, it's, I've seen so many more people. They're so much more common now out, yeah. just out in the wild than <clears> they were five years ago. It's it's. It's crazy. Well, the fact that they, that they you can go into a Best Buy and there's a display where you can actually try them out is a huge thing. I was going to say, is there any ref- you'd recommend? Uh, Aftershocks. Whole, whole Aftershocks. Group. Like, yeah, any like they're they're the best brand right now. Okay. Um, they've been at it for about the longest, and they're also the, the less the least bulky. Uh, yeah, I think there's I would, also I'd a like it. It's like a boom mic. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to have those for the for the hiking, like you mentioned. That would be it's so nice. Those, yeah, you can hear that's just, good for that. You can still hear stuff on on your headset, oh, but you, it I play the Skyrim soundtrack when I'm hiking. It's great, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that, that for that for that application, that would be a really good thing to have. I, I think that would be good. You get the, the nature regular so sound, but you also get a little bit of you know either you're spoken bicycling. word or, or if you're like yeah. bicycling, you can hear traffic around you, but you can still yeah. listen. To oh, you you actually cool, yeah. oh, you're a bicyclist that cares about traffic. That seems like most of the bicyclists are just like I'm just <laughs> yeah. traffic. Hey. I don't give a shit what's going on. So I've been been hit by a car while riding a bicycle. So so I have a healthy... You learn from mistakes. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's, it's interesting, yeah. Yep. Emeritus professor at an Ivy League... Well, I could have gone to Harvard. Um, Actually, honestly, that I could have actually gone... Oh, it would have been online. I wasn't going to, like, go to the campus. But the lady was like... I I was out there on a trip and... She's like, you know, you can go to online classes, like online at Harvard. 
I, I don't I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, I would I would want to be on campus, right? I, that would be kind of experience that I don't want to be. Yeah. Like, being a telecommuting but online if you, think only. About it, if you think about it, a lot of universities, state universities, basically charged people the same rate uh, for when they had them had them go home. Right. You know, had to like which of course it sucks. Is. But uh, but the, but you know, there's a there's a lot of stuff behind that too, where it's like they might not have had a choice. But I don't know. It's just it's interesting where I feel like we're at a place in education now where telehealth can be kind of a big equalizer between mm-hmm. between those big big institutions and smaller institutions, and just makes for better competition in the long run. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll, see. well, and and like and without getting into much of a rant about it, you know, I I think that I think we're finally starting to understand that you know maybe maybe higher education or like secondary education isn't the only path available for young people. Because what's going to happen in thirty years when you have no bricklayers, no carpenters, no plumbers, no truck drivers? I mean, how many people do you know in their twenties and twenty five, twenty year olds are doing that? And I'm like, eventually these people who are doing that work, pipe fitters and sheet metal workers and all, they're eventually going to retire. And there's not enough of them coming up through the ranks, you know, that like my dad was a sheet metal worker. So I am, you've got to really, you know, it's, and I, my buddy's a plumber. He makes a ton of money and doesn't even work mm-hmm. that hard. He can say, you know, I'm taking a month off. I'm going to go camping. I'm going to take a month off. And I said, are you going to have enough money? He goes, dude, I, I literally have more work than I, I have to turn jobs down. I literally, it's a good try. Make, definitely. I, I can make $10,000 a month and not even break a sweat. And not really work that hard because I can do commercial jobs, residential jobs, emergency service. Uh, like you can go – and plus here's the thing. It's like it's a skill set that you can't <clears throat> ever – it will never be not usable. We're always going to move water through pipes of some kind. Especially That's if you can do tiling. Can you do tiling and all that sort of stuff as well? Oh, yeah. If you, if you can do like the general multi, contracting yeah. work on top of it. You can, oh, yeah, dude. you can do the lot. It's crazy. So like electricians, carpenters, plumbers – Sheet metal. I mean, those. The, we. I think we need to really start to kind of, especially considering everybody's complaining about, lo, you know, loans and having to pay them back and loan forget. Mm-hmm. Let's start leveraging kids into trades again. I mean, it's almost like it's 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 like beneath people. It's like if I can't be go to a, a really famous school and spend four years, or if I can't be a YouTuber or a famous person, I can't just be, you know, it, there's no shame at all in being a laborer. Zero. No, Actually, if, if anything, no. I would say it has a lot of benefits because you can make a lot of money and you don't owe any money and you can, mm-hmm. and you're always in demand. Like yep. my buddy's like, I literally could stop being a plumber for two years and I can go back tomorrow and go and just pick it up where I left off. And it's like, he's real and he's really good. Like he's, and so I don't know. I'm just hoping that they're both of those channels can exist higher education channel and a, and a trade channel. And then those are both mm-hmm. pushed adequately for younger people as a way to like, okay, if you don't want to take a $40,000 year, you know, loan, you can learn to be a carpenter or a plumber or an electrician or a Mason or whatever. And we still need those jobs, man. So anyway, oh, yeah. that's it. That's I kind of wish I had done that. Oh shit. I would have been a car mechanic in a heartbeat. Heartbeat. If I, See, I wanted to be a carpenter. Oh, I yeah. actually applied for um, Wix, Wix in the UK. Uh, I was only a young lad. I had an interview. I thought it went quite well. It didn't even get back to me. The motherfuckers didn't even get back to me. That's disgusting, isn't it? Because well, they they should at least get back to you and give you feedback. Oh yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty common here in the U.S. too. Where really? See, I was a young yeah. lad. Like that's so bad. It's yeah. it's it's very common practice I've found here, like in the past, that where it's just yeah, you don't hear back. And... See, like where I work now, the recruiter's meant to contact the guys, any candidates I have, but I still personally call them and give them a little bit of feedback. 
whether mm-hmm. they're successful or not, because I just think it's common courtesy to do so. Yeah, we're running out of common courtesy nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> is becoming now un, an uncommon courtesy, right? And it shouldn't be, right? It's it really is. So that that's my that's my labor. You know, that's that's as far as as about as political as I'm going to get on this show. But um, I'm just saying that I, I know a lot of people who are in those kind of trades, and we're going to need those. And it's it's definitely it's, it's bad. I mean, it's like they can't. I mean, everywhere is hiring now. It's insanity. It's like if you don't, you know if you don't have so. a job, <laughs> you aren't looking. So it's funny in the UK. You know, when Brexit happened. Um, a lot of uh, Eastern Europeans left the UK and it made our situation worse because a lot of them did them jobs. Mm-hmm. So it made oh, the yeah. situation even worse. It's like, oh. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's really just... going to be interesting to see what's going to happen in the next 10 to 15 years and, or the next generation. Yeah. Like when, when those people and those job career fields start to retire or quit or, you know, whatever. And, you know, I think it's going to be a problem for people because, you know, it's tell surgery to be a plumber. Well, the funny thing it's, is the pandemic, you would have thought that, you know, n- nobody had money. Things are tight. My buddy said, dude, as soon as COVID hit, we couldn't, yeah. we could not believe how much business we had. We're in kitchen remodels, basement remodels, bathroom Everyone was remodels. getting stuff done, weren't they? Yeah. Well, because you were in your fucking yeah. house all the time and all the things yeah. that really annoyed you over the last five years, you were now dealing with You're every single done. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, if I don't get this shoot. kitchen out of here, I'm going to lose my mind. So, yeah, oh, they shoot. said they, my- it went off the rails as far as busy. They got busier to hell. Well, and shoot, my dad work, works on golf carts and, and, and all of that. And COVID, he sold more golf carts than he's ever sold in one year period just because <laughs> it was one of those sports where it's it was relatively safe because it's easy to distance when you're playing golf. And so, yeah, it was just it was it was interesting seeing that where demand was extremely high and supply was still really low. Yeah. And it's funny. I love this comment for DJ about being a blacksmith. And it's almost kind of tongue in cheek, but the funny thing is, there are people who take like barn wood and they take like wrought iron and they make tables and furniture. Have you do yourself a favor if you're if you have a chance, go to one of those shops that have like retro or barn wood or tables and chairs and look at the prices of what they're selling for. It'll blow your mind away. It's like they're literally taking free wood from a barn, putting it in a truck and doing all the you know cutting it and and putting epoxy and putting the wrought iron shit that's scrap metal basically. And they probably spend maybe 50 bucks in material and then the craftsmanship time. And they're selling it for like 1,000, 1,500. It's insane. I'm like, what the hell is happening? It's I like watching so- a TV show about <laughs> blowing glass. Oh, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched that? I saw it. And, and Andrew knows this. There's a place called Silver Dollar City. It's um, uh, yeah. It's kind of like an amusement park, but it's kind of like a like a, like a a mine train, 1800s Tom, kind of Mark like Mark Kind of, of a yes, it's kind of a theme park, right? A little theme park, and the theme is 1800s, right? You know, 19th century Americana, basically. And they had a guy that used to sit there and just you'd watch him make these like, intricate. Bo- and you're like, that's just cool, and how they can make it curl. It's really cool. I'm just saying, it's like you could. There's a lot of money in trades and crafts, and I'm I have a feeling that the younger generation now that's coming out, I think they're missing out a little bit. That's the because that there's a lot of you can leverage a lot of money and. And skill. I mean, those are things that can last your whole life, you know. So, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I would have been. I would have loved to be, do a car mechanic. I'd love to work on cars now a little bit, a little bit I can. But I mean, to be a full fledged actual mechanic, dude, that would be that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't picture you doing it. Really? Okay. No, I'll see you as an office guy. Well, Maybe it's the glasses. Thing, well, you know, <laughs> the funny thing is, is I didn't work in a full time office until 2016. My entire career. Didn't you? I was a police officer. I worked in retail, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, service, he was, yeah. restaurant, manufacturing. 
That was my first nine to five job I ever had was until I was almost 40 years old. Actually 41 when I started my, so that's kind of how funny it is. But uh, yeah, so I guess, yeah, it's a glass. Do you like the office work or no. not? No, <laughs> no, and, that and, was a subtle no, but and, and to be fair, I like my actual job. Like I, I love yeah. what I do for where I work. Like I really enjoy it. I love the learning. I love doing the support, and I love how I my job. But the office environment and the culture, I just yeah, I I don't yeah, I hear it that. doesn't work. For, it doesn't work for me. Again, I you know I'm just I'm a lot more of a as you can tell a little bit more brash and upfront and direct and a little bit kind of um People rough don't on the edges. It. Well, and people people don't understand it. It's not how mm. most people are in an office environment, right? So when you get somebody like you who's disruptive and loud and kind of like in your face, it really throws people in a bad space, especially now because now we're sensitive to diversity of thought and inclusion and people are different. They have different opinions, different thoughts, and different work ethics. I mean, the 20-year-olds of now don't don't think the same way I did because they're, they're – No, nope, they do not their options are wide open. It's like, I didn't even have a 10th of the options. I, I think that's what the problem is. I don't think it's because they're lazier or better. I think what it is, is when you have so many options, you can do pretty much whatever you want now in any kind of career field. It's wide open. Well, hell you can't imagine these kids can't stay on one track because there's so many inputs. Like when I was a kid, it's like, you're going to do this. And this is like well, three or four options and you got to do that. And that's it. Right. So adding on, adding on to the fact now that work from home is a serious movement now. Oh, it's and, yeah. It's, and, it, and it's not coming. It's not going away. And so think. then these, these, these people who are, are like, have all that extra stuff to deal with are also in their same place at home, which is also where their leisure happens at the same, same time too. And it yeah. does, that doesn't help it either. Right. But, and I don't, that's, I work from home except for one day a week and I'm, I, I, I appreciate some of the practicality of it, but I, I still like being in an office, like going in and that whole routine and regimen. It's, it's really sometimes hard to get kind of motivated when you sit in your house and you have to kind of got to push yourself up to kind of get into a work mode. It, it's hard. It, I, I like it, um, but I don't. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but if I could, if I could like right now, if I had the skill set to be a mechanic, I would quit my job and could make the same money. I'd quit tomorrow. And now you, you can, can do it, Sam. You can do it. You can do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to do it like that, but I didn't. So we're going to get back to tech. So Andrew was talking yeah. about something that I will tell you is not in my wheelhouse. I don't know very much about it at all. <laughs> so I'm not even going to like line up like I'm some, I don't know. But what he made, uh, it was an announcement, I think for people who are in that space, would find it interesting if they don't know. So what was that? So, so if anyone's looking to, to buy any graphics cards, uh, EVGA is uh, who is a, a big manufacturer, one of the biggest manufacturers of NVIDIA graphics cards. Uh, they're one of their NVIDIA's partners, part of their partner program, uh, pulled out uh, of it and they're just going to get out of the graphics cards business, just period. And the big reason why they cited was was disrespect from NVIDIA. Basically, NVIDIA was a bunch of dicks to them. And they're I believe that. Right, they're dicks to everyone. Basically, I was gonna say I don't think it does. I don't think EVGA was catching all the heat. I think they just that's their business. That's how they oh, operate. Yeah. Well, but like the, essentially the way like uh, Nvidia was had, like were enforcing strict price ceilings. So uh, okay. and also another thing too was there's a Nvidia is the reason why like on graphics cards that that you could get now like you don't see versions with more RAM than like the base versions that Nvidia would make. 
Okay. That's because NVIDIA has restricted it. Because they're trying to control the whole vertical. So essentially what's happening is they're trying to be Apple, control the whole vertical, but then also control the pricing at which competitors can can charge. Ooh. So essentially they're losing EVGA was losing money on every three thousand series graphics card that they sold. <laughs> and they didn't get access to any schematics or anything uh up until or uh, up until like the announcements like NVIDIA at NVIDIA events. Crazy. Well, I, crazy. I, I, I just can't find that to be a sustainable business model for, for a company like that. I mean, they're pretty big. Like, it's going to backfire, they've isn't got, it? They've got, they've, got, they've, got, they've got politicians pouring in stock into their company. But Yeah, yeah they I are guess, massive, aren't they? Yeah, but I just – I don't know, man. If they, especially if they do that to everybody, it's just like, holy cow. Um, oh, I need to yep. raise my game. All right. Yep, yeah, you got to get closer. Yeah, I got to get much closer. But, yeah, it's, yeah. it's interesting, though. Like, there's uh, – it, it, it's just one of those things where NVIDIA also, not NVIDIA, but I'm sorry, EVGA, they're a privately owned company. Mm-hmm. And, but like the, the CEO made this big emotional decision. Well, NVIDIA is 80% of their business, like graphics cards, NVIDIA graphics cards. So they aren't, they don't, they're just getting out of the GPU business altogether. Hmm. And they say they're not, they're not going to, uh, lay off anyone but in the long run there's going to be people leaving because there's going to be nothing to do because there's only so many ways you can build a power supply pcb you know so yeah it's crazy it's just it's, yeah. it's just nuts and it makes me sad yeah well um kunal's got a point here it's like they'll need to kick their shitty product designer the g339 <laughs> i guess is the graphics card right has mm-hmm. tons of issues poor power throttling thermal throttling hinge issues and much more so yeah apparently dell's got some i mean it's interesting it's you know it's manufacturing can be difficult it can be challenging especially when you don't have all the components in check and everything but these companies really i think a lot of people now you would think would start to really push back on some of these manufacturers especially when across the board their products are something and they're paying premium amounts of money you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. if, if, i'm gonna say like you know i think at some point there has to be some i mean i understand they're gonna make what they do and they're gonna do how they they're going to make the products they make, but like this situation, it's like, what if you're spending, how much is it? I mean, how much is that graphics card? Like probably what? At least a couple hundred bucks, right? I would oh, well, like say if you're wanting to get like, so the reason why this is so it's me hard is I, I bought EVGA cards and their support was really good. And they were one of the few manufacturers who is just like, there's no, there's no real scandalous issues. They just make great products. Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, what was it? The the thirty eighty Ti I was looking at was over. It was like a thousand eight hundred to a thousand dollars. But the margins are really like narrow on on GPUs apparently. Okay, so that's a laptop. Okay, cool. Thanks for setting me straight because oh. I'm like, because now it's just like forty eight five VXC these. I don't. I, like, I don't know. I was like Dell. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they, and they do. But like I said, I, I, the problem is, you know, I mean, but I'm saying you said 3,000 series oh. graphics cards, and that says 3950. I don't know. Yeah. Again, I get well, again, I started this segment by giving you guys a heads up that I don't know shit about this stuff. It's not my jam. Well, I don't know shit about it either. Right. Well, so, it makes two of us. All, I'm thankful Kalal's kind of keeping me on the level, right? But I, I, I preface this segment by saying that I we're going to go into this like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Like, well, I'm we're out of the graphics card game. It's almost comical. So. Well, it's one. It's less about graphics cards themselves, but more like the whole like position with these companies and how they're yeah. into like is, is the more fascinating story because the the CEO of EVGA is like so you would think that if they're if they broke their partnership with Nvidia, they're going to go with AMD 
to do like Radeon graphics cards, or maybe you have Intel who's trying, who needs a major manufacturer to get on board for any right. of their graphics they, card stuff. Apparently they just said, fuck it. We're done. We're just like, done. yeah, yeah. They're like, no, we're not going to betray our partnership with NVIDIA, even though betray uh, due to their narrative, NVIDIA betrayed them. So it's like, are they leaving Give it a year. open to be, go back in maybe? Right. And maybe we well, Maybe they have to leave because of a contractual issue. They can't sever it until they go completely out of business. And then once that 12 months is over, then they can leverage back into it. I don't know. Maybe it's a legal thing. Unless they're negotiating. Maybe they're negotiating at the moment. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because, yeah. because right now it's like NVIDIA. It, the weird thing is, like, I feel like they would need to have like MSI and Asus also pull out, which... Um, I don't have uh, an RTX card yet, so I don't want that to happen yet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, um, yeah, 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 it's just, it's, just, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a fascinating look where you rarely ever have any companies make emotional decisions, and a hundred percent, this is what that was, and it's hmm. just, it's fascinating to watch. That's interesting. Anyway, so, but yeah, in case anybody who's into that, um. Yeah, uh, apparently we have a couple people in here. Um, yeah, Aditya's got to go because he's being a bitch. So he's going to leave. He needs <laughs> food and sleep. Whatever, fine. You don't eat. <laughs> cool. Poor guy. He, uh, actually, I'm glad to see Aditya. I haven't seen him in a couple of uh, episodes. So yeah, he's good. been back home to see family. So, yeah, exactly. And then Kunal's actually got some other points um, here. So at least there's somebody here that's actually listening live who – I'm sure Barry and other people. See, Canal Canal writes um, articles for um, Purposely Pixel website. Okay. I'm sure that's the Canal that does it. I'm sure it is. Can you confirm that, Canal? And if yeah, so Aditya is taking off because he's got to like sleep and eat, <laughs> whatever. <It's> just... Anyway, <laughs> so, necessary things to survive. You know, he probably said he's gonna have to use the restroom probably eventually too. Like whatever, dude. <laughs> so, and I, I guess we'll. Uh, so I guess I, Apple 14 is there iphone 14 is there and uh just before we get into that can i just mention that the captain on his holodeck is awesome right you notice that sir the holodeck just looks brilliant i love it this is one of the few ones where the lighting like matches the whole room space right you know what's funny though when he picked up his cup because that's black the lines went onto the cup (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's not doing it now it's doing it a bit yeah (laughs) Yeah, my my green screen back here kind of interferes a little bit. I I almost wore a green shirt. It's like that was a horrible. That would have been a horrible mistake. Right. It just been so a floating I'd love head. to have a holodeck. How cool would that be? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it would be cool, but it'd be frightening because I, then I wouldn't. Yeah. Be... So wouldn't go anywhere. Just stay right, at home. I just, I just, I just <laughs> stay in the holodeck all day. Like, oh, I can <laughs> bomb in the ninth. I can hit home runs all day. I'm not going to work. That's yeah. <laughs> um. But uh. Anyway, so, I mean, there's mixed reviews. I mean, eSIM's been mixed. I mean, people said it's been sweet. Other people say it's been a train wreck. Uh, Dynamic Island. By the way, I have to keep mentioning because it's awesome what Trenton did with Dynamic Island and Viper. The little cut-ins. He's doing, like, Gullah Gullah Island, and he cuts Dynamic Island. It's hilarious. It's some of the funniest <laughs> shit. I love Trenton. He's, he's a good dude. And um, he did. So, yeah, I don't – I mean, I, I don't I don't know if I feel – I don't know if I really – are we ready for eSIM? Are we ready for this? No. Nope. It seems like we're not. That's the I, answer. No. Nope. Yeah, I think the first couple of weeks, you know, as we're kind of getting through this next week or so of a launch, I'm I'm kind of feeling we we're close, but that's going to be a pain point, especially for the fact they don't offer any kind of SIM bear. Like apparently there is no SIM tray in an iPhone 14. No, I, there isn't. So you don't have an option. Like you've got to be if you go to the 14, you've got to be all eSIM or nothing. And there's been some people who are. 
having some issues with it. I mean, it's been a pain point. This is an example of Apple saying, you know, we don't like this about the, about the, this particular aspect of, of the market as a whole. We're just going to, we have enough clout. We're just going to choose. We're just going to force the market to change. And that's what this is. is So Apple. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, we, we, they love the smell of their farts, their own farts so much that they're just like, we're just going to force the whole market to comply to us. Um, I don't particularly have any, they like a Dutch oven, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 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 Apple and Dutch ovens. Well, I mean, yeah, they did things with the headphone jack. They did things with like storage. They did things with now the eSIM. And I get it. I, I I think eventually that that could be something that could be leveraged pretty pretty nice. I mean, I know my Duo Two has got an eSIM capability, so I know that you know that's a thing. But I maybe we're not a hundred percent there yet, and it clearly no, seems to be we're not. not. Well, eSIMs are a nightmare. Honestly, I get so many issues with them. Well, here's the thing too, like they might say, you know, oh, you might have issues in places where you need standards and support or even dual SIM, but Apple isn't, those aren't their primary markets either. Like Apple mm. is more concerned about getting in the, to be in the richest markets. It's a, it's almost like Disney's approach to like Disney's <laughs> approach to uh, like, like their, their theme parks, mm. you know, where they're, where they're catering to the, to the richest of the rich sort of thing. And I feel like Apple is starting to do some of that with how, like what markets they're choosing to be in essentially. Right. Well, and, and look what, and so their, their argument would be, we're print, we're trying to push the technology forward. The only way to, to push that forward is to put it in here and make people get, get on board. Right. Because if you mm-hmm. let, if you give them both options, they'll just choose the easier option. Right. The, the one, and then we don't, it's not impactful enough to drive that eSIM forward. That's what Tesla's done. Folks. You know, it's I'm, funny though. I'm, I'm telling you 10 years ago, None of that shit was going to happen. Nobody is going to. You you have companies that are going all electric now. You have a state in California is talking about not allowing new vehicle sales of combustion engines in twenty by twenty thirty. You know what's funny, Sam? Everyone thought the port was going, and it ended up being the sim tray instead. (laughs) Right. Well, and 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 the reason why is because the port has a lot more impact and a lot more use than a sim tray. So if we can get the sim tray to work. I'm telling you, if they can get the sim and get that to work, and everybody's jumping on board and they line it out in the next year or two, I'll tell you, in the next couple of years, you're going to see a portless iPhone. Yeah, that, that will be a think, thing. How How do you think the market's going to react to a portless iPhone? Because I think now iOS is at a point is for it's been for a while where like you don't really have to deal with iTunes, but still though, like there are certain I don't know, like there's I would absolutely hate every bit of if they did that because it means android would start doing it the android space would start yeah doing that's it. my fear that is my worst nightmare well <laughs> I, I, I will i will here's i don't want to buy sony phones because you know because like at the moment just because they're so expensive but they're the yeah. ones that keep all these features yeah I, my prediction will be if sony phone if apple Ooh, does yeah. go, if, if apple does go portless they will still sell millions because people don't care and I'm still loving this phone by the way but I don't think I think. But here's the thing: people will push back on the on the portless. Definitely, Android, yeah. Android won't go that far. That's where they'll stop. That's where they'll they will not follow that. They'll go okay. That's, I hope that's, so. That's a bridge. Well, it has. It'll, that'll be a bridge too far, right? It'll just yeah, be, I hope that'll so. be it. 
especially because that's what I'm saying. So Apple right now will sell them. They'll go eSIM, they'll go, eSIM, they'll go portless, and people will still sell millions, and people will justify it because Apple people will just justify Always it. justify everything. <laughs> Right, and well, just and so do Android people. I mean, they don't they don't resonate. Yeah, everyone people. does. People, yeah, I'm whatever just, brand I, they like, it just drives me mm-hmm. nuts. I'm like, just be open to the opportunity. The fact that iPhones are good, Samsung phones are good, Apple, you know, you know, Macs are good, PCs are good. It's all good. Like all this shit is good. I mean, I don't know of anybody who's buying something is like this is total garbage, right? Maybe five, seven years ago, phones were trash, but now any phone you buy, even at the low end, even at the mid range. Oh, yeah. You're you're doing really well. So I just I don't I think if Apple goes portless, they will still sell lots of them. They'll justify yeah. it. People will justify the purchase. I think Android will finally pump the price to go. Okay, look, that's not especially if there's a lot of consumer groundswell of like this is not working for us, or there's a lot more of an issue because obviously Android um, is different. But Apple will leverage accessories to soften the blow of a portless phone, MagSafe, well, and also other technology. So who's see? I don't know. I don't know when it's going to happen, but. I have, will, a feeling, I, I have a feeling that we might if, if they do introduce a portless iPhone we might see some at some point whether or not it actually like will matter at this point uh, whenever it comes along but legislation in the EU because uh, if because mm-hmm. they're the only ones who are going to ever do it and and but I think it would be regarding just the fact that wireless charging is so much harder on on batteries with the heat like uh, it just yeah that's the thing isn't it faster yeah and, i mean and and and, and also gonna backfire well also too is in in order for that to happen too is consumers need to get a whole lot more educated about their devices but also be willing to actually say something and not just take whatever they're given that's going to yeah. be the two things that apple will change their paradigm if people push back and really start to go if if apple sales suffer on the portless iphone because consumers just aren't willing to go that far that's when Apple will make the change. They will make they will course correct when it affects sales. Until then, it's just all it's just all talk. Right? Well, and it's just there. Like for years, we've thought there would be like a straw that broke the camel's back sort of thing, but doesn't really seem like there's many straws that that I, not, I, not iOS customers care about here. No, not in the U.S. <laughs> As a matter of fact, is now iOS like is now the predominant operating system on mobile phones now in the United States. So I think mm-hmm. that I think Apple, if they're going to make the move, they're going to leverage it now when they've got when strike while the fire is hot. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to go for it. I, I think eSIM is the first step and then a portless iPhone. And then they may, what they may do is they may offer a portless version of an iPhone, like an iPhone pro portless. Like the, X, and like the 10. Right. Just Plus. to see if it, mm. it, it, they can get sales out of it. They said, okay, and they can kind of start to roll that off. So again, like I know, I'm just out here running my mouth. Like I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm not a pundit or an industry. Face, Apple can do it, can't they? They get away with everything. Yeah. Like well, they can have a 60 hertz screen, at, uh, eight nine hundred dollars, um, but the Pixel Six A can't. Well, the Pixel Six. You know where I'm going. Nobody's buying the Pixel Six A. I, you know, I mean, yeah. in the Android world, even the Android people are buying. They're buying Samsung devices. Yeah. I mean, yeah. seriously. I mean, let's look at the sales. I mean, it's I true. Wish it is true. Yeah. And we sell loads, it's, and it's a shame too yeah. because it's it has nothing to do with the fact that it's not a good device. It's just the fact that nobody. Oh, it's a fantastic device. Right. Yeah, right. the six A is awesome, and I would I would leverage the hell out of one if I didn't have a six. I would get a six A, and I did. I had a I had a a four A at one point for the price. It's so good, but it's just one of those things where it's like it's 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 two different things you're describing. Like they can't; those things can't be equal, and they just aren't equal anymore. I mean, Apple mm. does their thing. They should be Android's, though. Really, should they? 
But how can they charge for the specs? Is it, I mean, is the camera that good? In your opinion? No, it's not. But again, most consumers aren't thinking about that necessarily. Again, that's what Apple's idiots. Gosh. Yeah. Well, so we've kind of no. gotten past. We've kind of gotten past the point of like like the megapixel wars and everything yeah so it's like so so we're now like computational although, photography right yeah yeah, yeah. although so, so apple now, has joined well, that now with their right, 48 right. megapixel but like but it's less of i mean uh, uh, when you're pulling up a spec sheet you're not necessarily pulling up like image processing you know sort of stuff you're pulling up just like mm-hmm. the hardware usually and i feel like we're we're at least five years past that being a huge thing with the, with the exception of stuff just like like uh, internal storage like right. but like we don't have a whole lot of uh, PR things going we've got x amount of x gigs of ram anymore you know right because... and overclocking is kind of not a thing anymore people now just have high spec ram and now it's like overclocking is still a thing but it's not near as where you have to like I get the thing I'm have overclock <laughs> I have to have a million gigs of ram right no you don't well, you don't have to have the rams you really don't no. <laughs> right so but yeah I, and I agree with Andrew's point I think that's a that's a good point so I, again I, I think there can be differentiation even inside the mobile market you have Apple users that have a different idea because they are different devices right they're lifestyle devices that attack a different niche they're simple to use they're easy to use they okay. have yeah so I think there's I need to be more direct to what I'm saying it's it's the YouTubers. Who don't? Nobody gives a shit about any of that. Has seriously, parity. you know what I'm saying? I mean, we care because we're obviously on YouTube. Huh? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I like YouTube and I watch a lot of it, so I care. I, I, do, I do too, and we, I care as well. But the general consumer, as sad as I am, and they will not. You're not going to leverage that. I don't care if Marquez has 25 million followers. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. I'm just telling you, the general consumer isn't isn't going to really care that much they are going to no. buy the phone that works for them and they don't give a shit and if you don't believe oh, no. me, yeah i know this but is I the can, pinnacle i can present YouTube. an oppo right i can present an oppo with fantastic specs for the same price as an iphone Semi-Song. if not cheap if not miles cheaper actually the same cheaper than yeah. the samsung but yeah like side by side it's got way better specs oh no i'll just stick with samsung i know right. what i'm and doing with that- samsung would you agree that in at this point right now, this conversation, that peak YouTube tech YouTuber thing is a thing, right? That's a, an established thing, right? Everybody knows yeah. what it is. Go find 100 people and ask them who Marquez Brownlee is. Nobody will fucking tell you. You might find two people that say they know who he is. It's true. Yeah, but, it's true. And he's the most famous one of all of us, like all of us YouTube folks. And he's interviewed After President Percy Obama. Pixel. And he's been on the Joe Rogan experience and still most people, general people, you walk into the grocery store, have no clue who he is. And that's just okay, but I think it's okay. And and oh, hey, guess what? Holy shit, Juan's here. I guess we got to hey. hey, Juan. Hey, congratulations. Thank you for coming, sir. I haven't seen you while. Well, I missed your face and your captions. And we miss everybody's face every week. But it, <laughs> and he said they aren't going to buy the phone the worst. And they'll just well, yeah, exactly. So, so and, and this and this is a shame because this statement is totally one hundred percent correct, and it's absolutely awful at the same time. And that's shitty. One thing yeah, is real shit that. I just don't like that, that, man. One thing I think that Samsung has done uh, that has been smart for them uh, that kind of leads to a lot of people wanting to get the same Samsungs as well. Like, like they had a Samsung before and they'll continue. There are a lot of, like, little features. Like, for example, if I – like, for example, if I had a Galaxy – the Galaxy Buds and I was able – with the other person was able to get that – you know, both of us listening to music at the same time sort of feature running that's exclusive to a Samsung phone – 
and, and if that's something that it turns out I really used, I'm more likely to stick with that. So <laughs> Samsung has a lot of those little features throughout their OS that throughout Android that they've implemented that kind of add up to a lot, I feel like, in terms of lock-in. Kind of like how I, yeah. like, as close as they can get to iOS lock-in, you know. Right. And, and so I, I think I, I agree with Joe's point. I don't think you, it should be different. But as you start to see, as, as we kind of get down the path, you start to see that separation start to now occur. That tribalism is starting to kind of creep in, even to the yeah. mobile states. And it's a shame. But anyway, and uh, Jimmy's got a – did you see this, Joe? Mm, no, I didn't see that. 8 p.m. tonight, so in five minutes, people in the U.K. are going to observe a moment of silence. So if we are on – I mean, that's not going to be good for podcasting. Well – I'll, yeah, I'll just be silent for a minute. Right. I didn't know that was a thing. So – but – um. You know, and and that's and and that goes to my point about Tesla. We're we're Tesla is the Apple of, of manufacturing of vehicles, right? I mean, it's now mm. Apple isn't just a phone. Apple mm. is you can flex. Like I have the latest greatest iPhone, right? So I can show the people and I have the blinging case, right? I I don't disagree with Tesla being the the market standard. I'm glad that they're pushing alternative sources of vehicles forward. But again, like I made a comment on GD's stream last night, I'm more of the Toyota Mirai. I think hydrogen powered vehicles can, that can serve a purpose, right? They're in California, right? I think we can, let's have a discussion about, and also I'm just worried about repairability and serviceability, right? I mean, look at the situation right now. Let's say you got a Tesla, you bought a Model 3 and it blows up, who's he, what's it? What name the part? Let's say the part's like six grand. Or let's say, hey, yeah, your part, it's on back order. We ain't, we, you know, it's, it's going to be here in three weeks. <laughs> Definitely don't buy a second-hand Tesla. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no. Right. Well, and the problem <laughs> is we haven't figured out what that market's going to look like, right? And the problem also too mm. is not everybody can fix them. You get a car right now, you can take it to a shop. You can take it to a mechanic and they can fix it. If you've got a, a 2020 Tesla and used one, you bought a, a you know second-hand market and you drive it to your local you know guy that does you know the old ASC certified technician, right? He's going to go, I can't fix that. What are you going to do that with that back, part? That's going back to your, um, your workers, like trade yeah. work, tradesmen. Going back well, to that, we need more training. Well, now, basically, if you, have a tech, <laughs> if you have a Tesla technician, they're basically computer programmers. Yeah. That's what they well, yeah, are. You're, it's, right. it's all mm -hmm. software. That's, that's all it is. It's really all – and all that stuff is they'll tell you, oh, well, we'll fix your, we'll fix your battery problem. We'll just, re, we'll just uh, flash some new firmware on your, on your car. Plus, also, they can lock you out of your car. That shit's – no, no fucking way, man. Uh, yeah. Oops, sorry. If I if I'm spending a hundred thousand dollars in my car, I'm gonna drive it any goddamn way I want, and I'm not gonna have the overlord tell me, "Well, we're gonna take this feature away." Or I can't have heated seats. Oh yeah. Seats. It's gonna cost you what an extra thousand bucks a month to have heated seats. Fuck, go fuck yourself. Oh no, the worst part is the worst part about all of this is the move towards subscription models for features. Whoa, your game got hardcore. I love oh, it. Yeah, I like it. It's God. cool. Your gain is harsh. It's awesome. You're like, Ugh. so Barry, if you didn't, if you worried about him being quiet, we're we Andrew's, Andrew's arrived. To, Andrew's at 51 <laughs> minutes. He came to play. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Your gain got awesome. That's okay. But yeah, I just that's that's what I my concern is. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be a space for that. And I'm glad companies are really really getting into the uh, electronic electrical car space, EV space. Um, but um. I, I'm just I'm worried about the next five years when you're when your Tesla's out of warranty and a part fails. And that's the problem. I wanted my when my my uh 
my I have a I have a Prius, right? The main battery, if it goes bad, I mean I can it takes like two grand to fix it, but they got dropped the whole damn back end to get the battery and it's like five thousand dollar repair on a car that's got two hundred and forty thousand miles. Yeah. It's a Toyota, so you know what I mean. It's like you're; those are real world things. What happens when you're out of warranty and your model, your model, you know, three needs an eight thousand dollar repair? It always happens outside of warranty, Sam. That's how it works. Well, <laughs> unless you got yeah. a lifetime or like an extended, yeah. Which is, but yeah, Andrew's right. The subscription model they're gonna they're gonna find a way to nickel and dime you to death. They're gonna turn into oh, we don't have to give them free TV. We can if you want Paramount Plus, we'll give you this. And it's ten dollars here and ten dollars here. This is well, gonna nickel and dime you to death. The other thing too is in, in uh, hopefully my gain is not like absolutely no, crazy now, it, but uh, yeah, but, ho- but you're not talking uh, in capitals now. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, unfortunately one thing too about it is like, we're going to see a lot of like those, those smaller communities that have like those, you know, like all their auto shops, like they're going to have to somehow have their cars towed, like sometimes maybe like an hour away to someplace that may be certified to work on some of these electric vehicles, because I don't, because that's, that's part of the problem too, with all this is there. It's like with phones where they're trying to strictly control who can work on these vehicles. And what happens is in a lot of these smaller communities that are further away from these, these hub areas, like they're going to have to, to spend hundreds upon hundreds of dollars, just like getting a car towed to a place yeah. where they with somebody who can go work on it. And yeah. so that's, that's, that's another big thing that I think needs to be focused on with, with, with the advent of all these electric vehicles and is, is getting, making sure that support is everywhere, which I don't think there is in the room where I'm at. No, no, and definitely not. And like I said, I mean, you're in a situation where look at your internet service. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. I had to go whip the mule outside to make sure that the internet <laughs> would go. So, all right. Well, as, as Jimmy has said, it is now 8 PM. Um, so apparently, um, in honor of the queen, uh, I'm not British and neither is Andrew, but we will, uh, we will go off line for about 35 to 45 seconds. We'll just stand by and, uh, observe the moment house for her majesty. All right, so that's going to look a little weird on the actual recording, but if we post it tomorrow, I know the, uh, the funeral for Majesty is tomorrow, so I think tomorrow in the UK, I think it's a complete, fairly, almost like a bank holiday, right? It's a total day of shutdown. Is it, Thanks is for bringing that to our attention, Jimmy. Much appreciated. Yeah, I, appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did not hear that, but I've, I've been trying to pay attention to it. I, I will tell you that it's been pretty awesome with all the coverage and like these documentaries and things talking about, like yeah. it's been, it's been pretty um, interesting to see all the stuff around the queen. Cause you know, it's in the United States. We don't really, well, unless you're a Royal watcher, a lot of people are. Um, but I didn't know a lot of stuff about the queen and just like how the process works. And now with Charles and a lot of us haven't seen an actual transition of, of a monarch in our lifetime. Right. So we're all kind of new to this. Like most Britons have never seen any other, um, 
any other monarch other than Queen Elizabeth. So it's yeah. like kind of interesting to see like for the first time in seventy years, most people kind of like the Cubs winning a World Series, right? There were people who weren't <laughs> alive when the last monarch was in power, right? They've always see what them. what I learned is a uh, credible sense of humor. Yeah, she you was don't pretty, see that normally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, and you know, and I understand that you know there's contention around this because. You know, the, the UK and, and the British Empire are seen as been colonizers, and that's a discussion that's not going to be inside of this channel. channel. Again, it's we not did for it. the tech project. <laughs> right. We, we did it because I, that's kind of something we like to do. If you want to, you know, talk about it and you don't want to watch our show because you feel that we were being disrespectful and giving credence to the awful British Empire, well, you know, that's that's your right. That's okay. And I we mean, they've got a British guy well, on the podcast. <laughs> right. He isn't really even a royal who's just kind of a, just a, a, a you know, a subject. royal. No, I'm saying. Oh yeah, Dorian. It's, it's it's a good thing I couldn't find that one random car commercial that had like George Washington driving with the American flags and all that. Oh, you know? it's a Dodge commercial. It's a Dodge <laughs> oh, oh, it's a Dodge commercial. Okay, that that, yeah, that commercial is the, the dumbest the commercial ever. The but it's like so sliding funny. sideways. It's like America. Yeah, it's like yeah. Like <laughs> they take they take the, all the historical stuff outside of the cars, which is taken so seriously in that commercial. And so. It, yeah. So we we so I think isn't tomorrow. So are they going to do it tomorrow for the funeral? That is tomorrow, like the essential bank holiday for the UK tomorrow. Yeah, I'm on. I've got a day off for it. I, I think everybody is off except for like probably emergency services like fire EMS, you know, fire brigade. A few supermarkets, a few coffee shops will be open, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So and that, and that is that going to be a day going forward, like a, an official bank holiday? I don't think were... so. No, just okay. this year. Okay. Just this year, yeah. So it's um yeah anyway. Same just so quickly. Yeah. Um, have you received your skins yet? I have not, but they're sent. They're coming from the UK, and if they don't get them out, they won't be getting them out tomorrow, probably, because the mail's probably no. They, they got them out that day. Okay, cool. They said, yeah, they, I haven't got they, said they was going to anyway. Yeah, they did. So, but yeah, uh, the the folks over to Stream Skins decided to send me over a couple. I think green camo. I think that's what I asked for. That's what yeah. you asked for. Yeah. yeah. Look, I love nice. that look. So I got some skins coming from them, and well, even though me and Joe are kind of helping them out and trying to push some traffic to them. You should buy it, Extreme Skins. Like, they're cheap. They're good. They're awesome. It's like, why Why buy the other brands when you can get Extreme Skins? Go to their website, extremeskins.co.uk. Lots of colors, tons of devices. I mean, hell, you got any – I mean, they got stuff for your device, Xperia devices, Andrews. For me, for me, though, it's, it's the textures. Oh, when yeah. you feel the skins, they're awesome. But also, they're mm -hmm. also protecting your device. So if I'm actually looking forward to using – since the Flip 4 screen probably won't crack because it's plastic – I'm just going to throw a green camo skin on it and just like take the case off and just bring rock it that way. Right. Same with my duo. So check them out. They are good prices, great customer service, lots of good uh, guys and gals over there at them. Check them out. Streamskins.co.uk. Friends of the show. We love them to death. Tell them we sent you and you could probably get some kind of deal. They always got great. There's discount on um, purposely, purposely gaming, you know, Matt, Matt's yeah. Twitter. Matt's Head Twitter. To his Twitter. Yep. A link and from there. And he actually just, I think he just started his Twitch channel. So as soon as you get done with this, you can head on over to, to Matt's uh, Twitch stream. I think he's playing something. Something, Ro yeah. Roblox. Or something <laughs> Let's hope so. He'd be a rubbish gamer if he ain't. <laughs> right. So, and then and then also speaking of that, we, you know, and also we have to throw some love to to our uh, our channel sponsor, right? PurposelyPixel.com, I guess. I don't know. It's probably not a .com. Do we have a website? I never know if we had a website. We do, yeah. So that's what I was saying earlier. No canal who's in the, the chat. He actually writes article, articles for our website. Cool. 
So check us out on YouTube and then check out the purposelypixel.com uh, website and check us out. You can throw us a sub, watch some videos, a lot of good stuff. You know, Canal does a great job. Lenny does a great job running the show and Neil and all the folks over there, they do an awesome job. You should check them out. And it's not just Pixel. So don't think it's because it's called Purposely Pixel. That's all they talk about. And um, check them out. They've been a great, a great fan of the show. They've also been awesome for us and we really appreciate them uh, letting us put this silliness on their youtube channel <laughs> so, silliness yeah it's sometimes it's, it's a good description to be fair that's actually we try to have a good time so andrew what else you got going on like what device i forgot are you just using wait weren't so you right using now, a note 20 right now, i thought you were using a note 20 right at one yeah point? right now the Samsung I'm still, still. Using, yeah i'm still using my, my, yeah. my note 20 uh okay. ultra right now though like you know i, I thought about the the fold four but i'm mm -hmm. like you know i'm still gonna wait i'm still gonna wait okay uh, there were some good some good trading deals but i don't know i'm, I'm still kind of going back and forth but right now yeah she's been it's been rocking pretty well for me and yeah and it's the last it's the last samsung flagship with an sd card slot and so i'm like i'm gonna hold <laughs> on to that for a little while uh yeah but, definitely yeah man. but basically yeah i've just been kind of sticking with that still like that's the other thing too Having that periscope telephoto zoom is something kind of something I really don't want to give up now. Yeah. Now that once I you have it, it, it's, it's yeah. Oh, it's, nice. and it's improved, hasn't so. it, over time with the software updates? It's got even better, hasn't it? Yeah, it's gotten really. That's something Samsung are good at, to be fair. Oh yeah. And so, I, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I really, as I agree with now, I've I've got the split four, and uh, honestly, I've, I've been I still use the duo, but I've Flippy tried to get this. I try to get the flippy dippy. I didn't want to take the sim out and go back and forth. I really want to give it a good proper two weeks of use. And I, I, I'm, I, I really like it. I, I can't honestly say that I, I really enjoy just kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of, I, I don't yes. know. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's nice. I really like it. I think the quality is good. The screen's great. Speakers are good. Camera's okay. But again, I was coming from a duo too. So for me, mm -hmm. it's, that's not a deal breaker for me. It, it takes okay pictures and battery life is getting better. It's still not great. Did you see scary, um, but Leroy's um, picture that of his dog. Yeah. That was awesome. That was from a duo. Yeah. It, it can, if you, you, if you get good lighting and you, you can know how to compose a shot, you can actually get decent shots out of a duo. It's, it's not going to be. I had to retweet that and say, look. Champ. Yeah. But it's, it's okay. So I really like it. So Andrew, I know you'll miss the telephoto on the on this but yeah. it, it's a fantastic four i really i've really enjoyed my flip four so far it's, it's been that's, pretty solid I, that's i'm not gonna lie well it's like the so samsung is gonna be doing was it like four a full or four or five full android updates for their newest sets of flagships yeah which is which is like that's it's pretty huge because mine's like three i'm only gonna get android 13 on my note 20 ultra um and so so that that's pretty appealing but boy i tell you i really do like even though it's not coming to the U.S., but that the Razer Gen Three. Oh I yeah, love, yeah. I love I'll look that, at that. That front <clears throat> display is just so much better. Yeah, it's in nice every way. Right. Uh, but it's also going to get like you know six six weeks of updates, and then and then right. it's like good luck, you know. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, the, and I, I would like to, and and also you know to be fair, I'd like to to use the Oppo Find N and the the mm. Huawei. Made X and then like the uh, the Vivo Fold and the Xiaomi. I'd I would love to use those, but again, I'm on AT and T, so the whitelist is an issue. And then on top of it, just getting those, you have to pay full price. And then also, what happens if you have a, a a repair? Right, you can't take it to a repair shop, and it's like so. If you have a display issue or it folds or it gets a little weird or you have need a, a repair problem, you're kind of just asked out. I mean, you're pretty much yeah. just, just got to buy another one, right? So. It'd be nice if I could get one easily and there was at least a chance to have it repaired. So that's really the only 
barrier to you know that? I'd like to have play with the Zenfone Nine. Oh yeah, that's what I'd like. To, uh, it's like a nice device. Yeah, so that's a shame. All those really, you know, and I, I was actually hoping that OnePlus would make a, a foldable because chances are, if they did, that would actually get an American or a, more a proper. Yeah, probably. But you know, right now it's just going to be kind of hit or miss. So I, I know. Well, that would there be a Pixel Fold? A Pixel Fold would be good, and I'm even telling you right now, honestly, I would even try to use an iOS folding device at some point just to kind of have would see what their implementation experience would be. I would probably give that yeah. a chance. Maybe not first gen, but I, I, I would not say no to a possible Apple fold flip phone. It's depending weird on how because they do it. I might do it. iOS is just not designed. I don't feel like, cause I feel like <laughs> iOS is still firmly still has both feet except not, not including the iPad OS, but just like iOS has firmly has its feet in the design ethos of the iPhone five still. Yeah. And, and it's just, I, I don't think that, I think they have some major, they're very far behind on any other sort of form factor use for iOS yeah. in terms of just like, yeah. I, it's there. They are like f- at least five years behind. I feel like in terms of that side of their software, uh, like, like being able to compete with foldable changing aspect ratios and everything. Yeah. I, I miss Lumia as well. And boy, I really wish that, God, I really wish that they were still Windows Phone was in play, but that's okay. It's not, so it's all good. And uh, and I and Barry's like, right? He's like, you know, OnePlus or Pixel Fold in the future, absolutely. And then somebody, Jimmy, makes the comment, "You mean an Oppo Fold?" Yeah, he means an Oppo Fold. It's called OnePlus because that's how it goes, right? It's all good. So you know, no no shame in the game. So, well, we are at one hour five minutes. So I think we have that's got uh, way too quick. Way way too quick. That's what happens when you have somebody like Andrew on the show, who's fantastic and a great guest. Oh. And, it's always great, man. Like I said, I we, we want to make sure that Andrew is a recurring guest on the show. Actually, any guest is really a recurring guest. So I, have a little, um, I have a little story I wanted to tell about Arsenal today. They lose Carry again? on the theme from last week, my football hooligan. Um, they, um, uh, during stoppage time, they put on a 15-year-old. He's the youngest um, player to ever play in the Premiership. So it's quite okay. big. But what wow. was funny was what the fans sung. They, they, they started singing, 15, he's only 15. How shit must you be? He's only 15. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That's, uh, well, you know, never miss a beat for English English football fans, especially Arsenal fans that kind of give shit for their own team. It's like, oh, you yeah. got a 15-year-old? You guys must really suck ass. You got yeah. a Why don't you go to the kindergarten and grab some of the kids off the kindergarten or, you know, like the primary school? So... And again, Andrew, thanks for coming on. And yes, this Thank time you around, your inter- internet is solid. It lasts the entire show. You didn't just hang up on us. That's always a plus. And, so, and he looks yeah. awesome in his holodeck. Yeah, he's got the holodeck and he's awesome. So I'm actually know, sad that like, this went way too fast. I know. Well, well, don't worry. We'll have Andrew on again. And we're not going to, and this time yeah. we will not have such a gap in shows. We will have mm. him on probably uh, sometimes. We got the end of October looks good. Beginning of November looks good. We want to make him more of a regular component to the show because having you on has always been a blast, and we really appreciate you taking time on a Sunday to share with us. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Like this is just is just a it's a privilege and a pleasure, and I can't wait to, to join you guys. Privilege is ours having you on, mate. Absolutely. So, Joe, anything else we're going to cover before we sign off for the for the day? No, I think that's it. Although I'm well, just sad we're going. I just want yeah. to carry on for another hour. Well, we'll be back next week. So, you know, I Absolutely, mean, yeah. you know, I, it's going to be a whole week between shows, but it's okay. You can listen to our show we're going to post, or you can go back and listen to our catalog of shows and really just yep. fill your we ear have a playlist holes on. We have a playlist on the uh, Purpose Pixel YouTube channel. 
Yep. And and also, Wyan's going to be live tomorrow, as always, for his SGDQA. Uh, be there. And if you aren't there, then you should just be there anyway, and you need, you need to suck it up and just show up. That's what you need to do. Throw <laughs> out, throw Juan some love. Subscribe to his channel. He's fantastic. He's Again, he was the prep, you know, he was really the catalyst for all this kind of stuff that made me think that maybe one day we can actually have our own show. Not anywhere near as professional, nor as learned, or as intelligent, or as knowledgeable. But, and not even really that great looking, but we, we do our own. Okay. So it's okay. <laughs> Juan's fantastic. And again, everybody else in chat, Barry and Kunal and Jimmy and uh, Barry and everybody who showed up, thanks for coming to our show. We Tune always in. appreciate everyone. We love you. Love you guys as always. We'll be back next week. I think we have maybe Delavon Digital. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I need to chase him up. He said hopefully it'll work for him. But So we'll let you know yeah. that's tentative. But if not, we'll find out something. And worst case, me and Joe will still be here on the 25th and bringing yep. you lots of great content and great discussions as always. So for myself, for Joe Hickey, for Andrew Fat Produce, that's our show for this Sunday. Come back to us next Sunday. We will have great conversations. We love you guys. Enjoy your tech. Have a good week. God bless the queen. God bless the queen and God save the king and have a great week through the tech and we'll be catching you back next Sunday. Same time, same bat channel. Love you guys. Goodbye. See you on the flip side.